turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said that the dinosaurs died off millions of years ago and never lived at the same time as humans. Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's got to be right. Science books once said that lightning never strikes twice in the same place, but that was wrong. So be careful about trusting everything you read in the science books. But the book I do trust is the Bible, the Word of God, which has never been proven wrong. When I asked you how your teacher knows about dinosaurs never living with man, well, I knew she didn't. Want to know why? Is that because God created them on day six, the same day he created man? Yes, indeed. We read in the first chapter of Genesis that God made all the various kind of land animals as well as man on day six. And since dinosaurs are land animals, that means he created them on the same day he created Adam and Eve. That would have been really cool to see all those dinosaurs, but wouldn't Adam and Eve have been afraid that they might get eaten? Not a bit, because when you read all of chapter 1, you read in verse 30, Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. That shows that all the land animals, such as dinosaurs, ate the same sort of stuff that Adam and Eve ate. Plants! Gee, Grandpa, since you always say the science is about observation and testing, is there a way to prove dinosaurs lived with man? Actually, there is a whole lot of what is called circumstantial evidence to show that man saw dinosaurs. The Bible itself mentions creatures which the King James Version calls dragons in passages such as Deuteronomy 32:33, Isaiah 35:7, and Jeremiah 9:11. It reads dragon because the word dinosaur wasn't invented for a few hundred years after King James was translated. However, more modern translations replace the name dragon with serpent or jackal, mostly because the translators thought dragons were mythical creatures. Recent researchers have found artwork drawn or sculpted hundreds to thousands of years ago that looked like what we would today refer to as dinosaurs. So there is evidence that man and dinosaurs lived at the same time in history, just like the Bible would tell us. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzabell all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. There actually, in that skit, were a couple of biblical claims that are kind of contrary to the current worldview. One was dinosaurs living with man. But another was that originally everything was herbivorous. Us, all animals, ate plants, not meat. 
That feeds into this. I had a discussion with our college and career group at our church this past week, and we were trying to describe Eden and the fact that there were no thorns, there were no thistles. You could walk barefoot. In fact, you wouldn't have had anything at all, but you could lay down and it would feel like carpet grass, except there wouldn't be chiggers, and it would be a lovely environment. And the woman said, well, then there would be no mosquitoes. I said, no, actually, there would have been mosquitoes, but they would have all sucked sap. <laughs> okay, we actually do have species of mosquito today that only suck the plant sap. And there's one species in which, I can't remember whether it's a female or a male, one of them sucks sap and the other one sucks blood. Hmm. Okay. The female sucks blood. Oh, I, no, no, now, you, now, you're, now you're showing some attitude because I can't remember whether that's true or not. But again, again, the point is, if dinosaurs were all herbivorous at the start, then they're not a threat to us. Because one of the contentions against this whole thing is man can't have T-Rex running around and survive long and that kind of stuff. But if he was herbivorous, then that changes things. Of course, the other thing we got into with that same discussion with them was, okay, well then why, if the world is only six or 10,000 years old and if they were on the ark and if they live with man, why aren't they still here? Well, then we got into, well, the first production of blood was an ice age. And if dinosaurs, as we theorize, were cold-blooded animals, how well are they gonna do in the ice age? Not well at all, most of them die off. But the ones who are left, they are now, because of what the Bible tells us, many of them are now carnivorous. How would man react to having a T-Rex, Allosaur, or Velociraptor in the area? Be a little bit anti. They would be the unwanted guys, and we'd kill them off, and which man, we did. Man likes to eat meat, too. Oh, darn straight. And who knows, T-Rex may have been a good meal. We got rid of them. Guys, what do you got on this? Well, I think there are lots of evidences, not just from the Bible, but extra-biblical sources that show that man live with dinosaurs. And one was a brass etching in, I found in an English burial place, the tomb, tomb of one of the cardinals there, and the etching shows very clearly long-necked dinosaurs or sauropods. So they, yeah, that is indisputable that was dinosaurs. It couldn't have been anything else that could be represented by that. And so this is several hundred years ago. How could we possibly say that, that they knew about this beforehand? In other words, how, or didn't know about dinosaurs beforehand, and, but you could still draw their pictures. So you only draw pictures of what you see and you know, have a vivid imagination such that you can actually dream up a long-necked dinosaur that you come up with several hundred years later. That's pretty good, pretty good imagination. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. We're talking today about dinosaurs living with man. Carl was just making the point that in cave drawings, in an English cathedral, in places all over the planet, we see these examples of dinosaurs drawn, and they could have only drawn them if they saw them. And in fact, it's all over the planet. Ica burial stones. We see allosaurs and triceratops and other dinosaurs on those. Cave drawings from all over the world a Cambodian temple where they have an antelope, they have a monkey, and they also have a stegosaurus. Marco Polo described dinosaurs widely on his trip to China. The Chinese have a lot of writings about them actually ranching dinosaurs. 
they would keep them and use them to pull the emperor's cart. We have both European and South American sculptures of dragons, dinosaurs, and sea monsters, which would fit into these. And, of course, there's the Chinese month. We know the month of the rooster and the month of the... Year. Year. The year of the... the, Excuse me, the year is my fault. The year of the rooster, rooster, the year of the rabbit, but they throw in, they got 11 animals that we know of today, and then they have the year of the dragon. dragon. And the Bible, as he mentioned, has these. Terry, you have an anecdote that uh, feeds into this about how man believes this. Well, yeah, a man went to the doctor thinking he was dead, and the doctor said, well, you can't be dead. You couldn't walk in here and talking to me. So the man was saying it could be a reflex, so the doctor gave him all kinds of lab tests and, and drew blood and all that and showed him the test results. And and said, well, see, you're alive. These test results say you're alive and healthy. And the man says, well, you know, the lab results could be wrong. And the doctor says to the man, well, dead men don't bleed, do they? And the man says, well, that's right. Dead men don't bleed. And so the doctor sticks the man, and the man starts bleeding. And the doctor tries to say, uh, tell the man, well, see, you're alive. You're bleeding. And the man says, well, doggone it. Dead men do bleed. And... (laughs) And the point is, when Mary Schweitzer found the soft tissue in the red blood cells in the dinosaur for the first time, she herself retested her results 17 times because... She she, didn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. She knew that dinosaur soft tissue in red blood cells don't last 70 million years. And other people didn't even accept her results. They said it was contamination or whatever. Now they can't say that anymore because they found more examples. It's been tested and repeated. So they know we have soft tissue and red blood cells from dinosaurs and instead of asking the question well did the dinosaurs really die out 70 million years ago they're trying to figure out how all this soft tissue and red blood cells and dna from dinosaurs could have lasted 70 million years so on top of the artistic evidence of these burial stones and cave drawings and temple drawings etc we now have soft tissue and this Mm -hmm. soft tissue could not have lasted physically, chemically, for 70 to 200 million years. But what's the reaction of the, of the secular scientific community? Well, something's got to be wrong. Are they interpreting the data, or are they imposing their worldview? How about that? Dead men do believe. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're imposing their worldview. Now, this is a tough subject for a lot of people to, to deal with because they've been conditioned by their worldview otherwise. Carl, you have some books and materials that people can go to, to to take a look at this. Well, some really good ones, good resources are two books, one called Dragons or Dinosaurs, written by Derek Isaac, and the other one is Legends and Lore of Dinosaurs by Answers in Genesis. So the first one, Dragons or Dinosaurs, is available through ICR and probably Answers in Genesis as well. And of course, uh, Legends and Lore of Dinosaurs is through Answers in Genesis. Both are excellent books. Both have beautiful pictures and close-up photographs of evidence of dinosaurs living with men at a time where people could actually see those dinosaurs and get them or sculpt them or what have you onto something permanent. So I think this is very telling evidence that dinosaurs did indeed live at the same time as man. And we recommend those materials. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday 
Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger and Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.